Yo, 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 what's up? Chris Sims, Chris Sims on button. Ahmed Farid is here. We are at the draft party in the Sims <laughs> barn, okay? Yeah. In the barn. My son's over here. We're hanging. It's a party, right? We're pumped. Mahomes just came out. You know, we love that. Oh, my God. All right. Philip, my son over here. Oh, his hair is so cool. He's already drooling. It's, it's it just started. Like so, Patrick's hair and CJ Stroud's hair. Oh, exactly he's like right. Both he, they're, he's all over the swag game. But we're excited. Panthers on the clock, right? We know they are going Bryce Young. Great for them. He's a great player. We don't even need to, like... Really evaluate it. We evaluate will, it. We will. Uh, of course we will. So basically, this is what we're doing here today. And yeah. thank you for inviting me back to the Sims abode. Always welcome. I've downed some chicken tenders about as fast as one man can down some chicken tenders. Yep. Thank you for that as You're well. You're welcome. Uh, so what we're going to do is, we haven't done this before since you've been here at NBC and had the Unbuttoned podcast. It's a basically live reaction to the draft. Yeah. So this is not going to be broadcast live, but these are your instant reactions to many of these picks in the first round. And right. so when your head is blown by some guy dropping or some guy getting taken, oh. earlier, we're going to see that head being blown on camera. I, it's, it, I think it's got a chance, like, no joke. I don't mean to sound like Johnny Media guy, right? And, like, this has kind of been swirling around today. I don't – this is, could be a crazy draft. It really is. I think a lot of people see see the draft a lot of different ways and – there's some great players with the injury concerns like we've talked about. And, of course, the C.J. Stroud situation, yeah. which to me is, like, extremely intriguing for, like, two reasons, right? I think he's the best quarterback in the draft, like, period, on film. But there's this concern out there. And where is he going to fall and how is this going to end up? That's the number one question that you have going into this draft. And everyone listening to this right now knows the answer to that. But we're going to watch it happen here. I'll play out in real time. Right. One big news event that happened earlier today. Yeah. Lamar Jackson right. has finally been resolved. I haven't seen necessarily the exact contract details. Right. You have. It seems like it's the biggest deal that it's we have. five years, 260. That a quarterback has ever gotten. They in got football. it done. They got it done. And I'm pumped for uh, Lamar Jackson. That's what I want everybody to know. Like, no doubt about it. Lamar's the man. Like, the man. Got mad respect that I think he should have had an agent all along. Sure. But respect to him for getting the deal done. The deal looks awesome. It's the best contract in the history of football. And he deserves to be paid that way. I'm really happy for him. And the other thing you can't forget about this. Yeah. Like the Ravens. Watch out. The Ravens could have won the Super Bowl or got to the Super Bowl last year. They were legit. They had the Bengals on the ropes who a lot of people went, oh, they should have beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, right? So, you know, the, they're, they're a team that I think is there and in that conversation. And now he's solidified. Yeah. You know, I think there's just more potential for them to grow as a whole. What do you think that changes with what they may do in this draft? Uh, Give them weapons? That's, that's I, 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 think, I think that's a possibility. I mean, defensively, they need a, they need a corner for the, I think, the style of football they want to play, right? They're not bad in the weapons department. They are a really good running football team. I sometimes wonder if they might be a team that would secretly go Jameer Gibbs or something like that too, right? Because you add that to Odell and Mark Andrews, and Bateman is good, a good football player. He's shown he's got talent. He just got hurt last year. Yeah. And they got some other guys there too and DuVernay and everything like that where you could start to be dangerous on that side. And I think that defense, you know, has got a chance to kind of start where it left off last year. Carolina, as we sit here right now, is six minutes away from picking Bryce Young with a number one. I like the suit. 
it's it's oh, it's really it's clean. I like it a lot. It's a great color, except the weird crotch thing, which is kind of cool looking. <laughs> but it's cool. I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, the, have you seen the Travis Kelsey suit when he did SNL? Yeah. There's like a sleeve with a button that like hangs it's from the crotch down there. In the middle area. Right. It kind of looks cool, but it's also like, what the fuck is that? It okay? can be misinterpreted. <laughs> yes. is what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, what is that? I don't know. What do you think about Bryce Young, a draft where he's the number one? overall pick because i think yeah i mean you had him as the number two quarterback you like cj stroud a little bit more but right, here right. we have if he was able to be a successful quarterback and an elite quarterback it'll be something that we had never seen before never in seen. the nfl never a guy seen. his size right five whatever five ten one whatever right basically <laughs> right i mean that that's the that's the concern it, what does that say about the draft you think i think it says something about where football and how wide open it right. is and where the rules are and how you know, quarterbacks are protected that you can do this more than ever and the way offenses are set up. And I think it says a lot about also the way kids are growing up right now and where football is. They're so advanced compared to my my generation. I hope I didn't turn that off. My generation or your generation because they're like, I mean, you see them. They're always at some camp throwing. They got a coach when they're like 12 years old now. And like life is just different than our era or a lot of the old school guy era. Right. And then they're, they're advanced and ready to go. I think that's where it says something a little bit about the whole Bryce Young situation. I couldn't do it. Let's let you know. It would scare me to draft Bryce Young. It would scare me. And we thought that it would scare Frank Wright too. I thought it when would. they traded right. up, everyone they go. Thought, and it wasn't ready. just you. Everyone's clapping in the draft yeah. room right now. It right. wasn't just you, but everyone assumed that it was for CJ Stroud, a, a bigger quarterback, right. maybe even a Will Levis. Right. Uh, what does it tell you about Frank Reich that they're going in this direction? I think he's believing in maybe that evolution of football and that he sees a guy that and he believes in the talent and I think in the person. I think that's the other thing here too. When you're a quarterback, man, you gotta be the man, right? You gotta be the guy that can like guys can gravitate towards in some way or another. So that when you hear about the personality test and all that, there is some value to that because of that. Yeah. You know, you look at the great teams, you look at the great teams over the period of the history of the NFL, Montana, right? Brady, you talk about him, Troy Aikman, whatever. They have things about them to where they can adjust to any locker room and any guy and lead the group and be really cool that way. Mahomes is that way too. Obviously, they're hanging out with them the whole time, all the time, right? So that's a that's a trait that is important as far as leading your football team as your, like your franchise quarterback. What we have seen from Frank Reich's offenses, right? What's going to have to change? Mm, I, you know, a lot. Mm, I, I mean, sure, because Frank's got a little bit of the Frank. First off, the offense is awesome, awesome. He can do just about whatever he wants, and then he. I mean, there's a reason guy, Nick Sirianni, is the head coach of the Eagles, right? He was under Frank Reich. I mean, Frank is an extremely adaptable kind of offensive play caller. I would certainly put him in the top, you know, tier of coach offensive minds in football. He's going to play a little different style, I bet. And then this is the other thing, too. Like Alabama with Bryce Young, we go quick, throw, boom, 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 do all that, right? Play action, pass, let him have some space and sit back there and he can make a guy miss and do all that too. If they continue to build their offensive line, which it's a, it's, it's a good old line. Uh, I think that fits Bryce young too. And I, that'll fit Frank Reich is the point. So as we expected, 
Bryce Young, the number one pick to Carolina. No surprise there. Yeah, awesome. Great for him. You know, right? We know the concerns. I'm happy for him. He's the man. He's got a lot of, like, you know, a lot of, he's a natural to play in the position. You know my concerns. That's all it is. Other than that, he does a lot of great things, and I'm excited to see what Frank Reich does with him. Well, way to go. Way to go, Bryce Young. This Texas pick. The pick is in. Oh, so my this will God. be a live reaction. I mean, the Texans pick. I, this is where the first thing of, like, I don't know if anybody knew what this pick was going to be tonight. Nobody. Listen. B.J. Stroud goes number two. What? 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 You started hearing rumors just today, basically, about C.J. Stroud. Well, it's just like everything. I mean, where it's been a roller coaster. Right? I mean, I don't even know what to believe anymore. Damn. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's the way it should have gone. Texans have their quarterback of the future. They do. And in my opinion, listen, again, you know where my evaluation stands. When you watch watch the film – this dude right here is made for the NFL. He is. And he's made for what I think Bobby Slovic is going to do in the Shanahan offense, right? So listen, he can be that guy. Like He's got natural feel. He's got a stronger – he can be Brock Purdy on steroids is what I'm saying. Okay? So that's where I'm pumped for the Texans and, and C.J. Stroud. What do you think, D'Amico Ryans? Because de- defensive-minded coach, we thought – Tyree Wilson, perhaps. I thought, got so, the, I thought so, too. Maybe Will Anderson started hearing those rumors. Well, maybe they got a feel that the draft might fall a certain way. We'll see. That, that's where I don't want to, you know, that, that's what's going to be give it away. I don't, don't want to give it away. You're right. You're right. <laughs> they don't know. No, no. But there's all the Tyree Wilson injury concern things that have also been out there today, Amin. Yeah. So that's going to go in, into this pick, right? And then uh, we'll see where it goes from there. But either way. You take your franchise guy at quarterback. Uh, I'm pumped for them. Way to go, Texans. Breaking news. Uh, the Houston Texans. <laughs> Damn, they're making moves. Basking in the glow of taking their franchise quarterback, C.J. Stroud, trading up. The Cardinals trading down. They were able to find a team to do it. So what do you think is going to happen here? Well, first off, Daniel Jeremiah, we're watching that on network. I'm going to give him props. He obviously knows somebody in Houston. He called this in his mock today. So... I, I guess, listen, this is where I don't know. Are they going to go D'Amico, Ryan, Tyree Wilson, or are they going to go uh, our guy Will Anderson from Alabama? All that hangs in the balance it is does. you kissing your rear on the pot. That's that is all, all that's that at stake. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> but honestly, I'll try. This is this is a this is a bold move. It's a bold move. Bold, bold move. I can't even believe it. This is unbelievable. Um, I really am. I'm shocked because I'm still in shock that Daniel Jeremiah knew this. So I'm like, oh, man, this guy has the – he's just – they're telling him what's going on over here. Damn. And, and, and I mean, I guess you got to give the Texans a lot of credit because they're dictating what they want in this draft right from the get-go. They're they got assets. Around. They're not messing around. They're obviously got two players on their board. They sent out false signals on the C.J. Stroud, obviously. I, they, were they the ones that released the test score? I mean, they're I mean, Patriots I, guys. No, no, right? I know. Would you they really put it past them? No, no, I wouldn't. Okay. But I don't know. They wouldn't have done that. But either way, th- this is uh, this is a lot of credit to them for making an aggressive move, trying to change the direction of their organization. All right. We're seeing the wide shot of them in Kansas City who – are all decked out. Great job, Kansas City. Way to go, Casey. Just had a parade a few months ago. I was now. just there. 
for the playoff game. That's right. I was eating barbecue food just on the other side of this building here. Joe's barbecue? Yeah, it wasn't Joe's. It was another good place. It was it was really good. Casey, you weren't there. What? You weren't there. No, but you weren't there. Roger Goodell coming out. Slow gate. I have no idea. The booze I'm, I'm hoping down. it's Tyree for the Houston Texans, but it Will Anderson could be. They select. And it will be. What? Will. Alabama. Oh, man. It's happened. Oh, it happened. All right. I will be stretching out for the next spot. You know what? No one wants it. And if anyone gives you a hard time for not doing it, I'm going uh, after that. No one wants to see that. Well, I don't know if I really can. You know, that's, that's what we're going to have to say. Uh, all right. So what do you uh, think? Man, I'm, I'm, listen, he is, see, this is part of, what I thought might happen, Casario being a New England guy, he does everything right. He's a culture. He's a like he's that kind of guy. I, I thought this might happen. This is what we talked about on the pot a little bit, right? Two New England guys did business here. Monty Ozenford, who when I was in New England was working there, and now Nick Casario, who was like basically my main boss in one department, mm. uh, other than the big boss, we know that. They did a deal here to to make a trade. And, um, yeah, there's something about this guy as a person that I understand is special. I really like the player. I just feel like it's been a little overhyped. I hope he proves me wrong because I, I never root against the guy. I, I, that's for sure. The Colts go Anthony Richardson. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When all the talk has been C.J. Stroud or Levis. Right. Well, I didn't think C.J. Stroud had any chance of going there. Oh, I never right. thought that. But, like, I mean, yes, this right here, right. wow. See, he didn't know either. That reaction right there, I don't think he knew either. I think some of these teams are pulling the trigger right like right now, last second almost. This is hilarious. All right, so so what does he look yeah. like in a Colts union in that offense? Uh, uh, this is what's like fascinating to me is that Steichen has chosen the route of I don't want to go Justin Herbert type offense. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's, I mean, come on. Good for him. I mean, they're going to go. He's going to play right away which we said he needed yeah. to do. There's nobody there he's got to worry about. They're going to know how to run that offense because of what Jalen Hurts did in Philadelphia, and they will bring him along in all the other areas because he's got incredible skills. We know that. So let's just see if he can refine everything. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we've had it. we've had like three shocks and four picks. Oh, this is amazing. I just can't believe it. Look how loose his arm is. That's yeah. what's like. As we watch highlights. Yeah, we're watching highlights. His arm is so loose. It's all, it's a, it's the gift and the curse, though, right? Like I've told you. It's so loose. It's amazing. At times you go, whoa, just tighten up a little bit. You missed that throw. That was too easy. So he'll make some mistakes his first year. He's definitely going to. But the, the Jonathan Taylor with him and then – Michael Pittman Jr. and hey, that old line. Hopefully, they can get back on track a little bit this year. Could be a dangerous combination in Indianapolis. Damn! Oh my gosh! If it's not Jalen Carter, I might kiss something else. Seahawks pick number five. Devin Winter. Oh, Devin Winter. Oh, the Illinois corner. 
Oh my gosh. Another, like, not shocker, but I just didn't see it coming. They're going to pair him with Tyreek Woolen on the other side, right? So That's you so thought my... you thought it was Jalen Carter. Yeah. You you did not think that they would pass up. The I did not. Georgia, I thought they would go front seven, which means my Lions might get him now too. Tariq but Woolen before that, Devin Witherspoon. So you said Jalen Carter was your number one player, but I think Devin Witherspoon was your favorite player to watch. Favorite player in the draft, hands down. And I, I mean, yeah, everything about him. First off, twitchy, fast, explosive, fits the Seattle mantra, right? crazy dude in the secondary we've never seen that before you know earl thomas cam chancellor richard sherman right back to you know brown i mean everybody about browner right so they they that group right there they respect dbs and they felt like they needed this he can play man-to-man he can play zone he tackles he's a great football player still surprised though they didn't go jalen carter i'm shocked i just thought i mean listen jalen carter and again this is where it's hard you got to remember Put yourself in a GM's shoes. Put yourself in a head coach's shoes. There's some off-the-field things and some things that go on there. And now you got to make a pick that your life might depend on. You go, wait, there's this guy here that's amazing football player and checks all the boxes. Why don't we just go with him? And uh, I'm really – that's a, an amazing pick for Seattle. Devin, Devin Witherspoon, man. Man crush. I like his suit and chain, too. All right, big news. Two things. What? They took, they took a commercial break during my pump. Lions once. Again. Oh my gosh. Every year the Lions get commercials. But then they traded out of the pick because of that disrespect. Cardinals back up on the clock at six. I just I just can't I can't even believe it. I mean, huge moves right here. I have no idea. The draft has gone crazy. What was I just <laughs> saying before we started even like a Talking here, like off camera, I started yeah, to. You got no, I have no idea. No idea where it's going. Go. No idea where yeah. it's going to go at all. Uh, Which, but like Jalen Carter and Tyree, Will- Tyree Wilson are on the board. We talked about in the process, right? Like this is what might be crazy about the draft is that the best players had some red flags. Yes, and we're seeing movement because of that. Foot for Wilson, right? Jalen Carter the off the field stuff, right? Goodell at the podium, Cardinals with a sixth pick. After moving up, they take Paris wow. Johnson, the guy that Kyler decided. Man. They go, we're going to get him. Wow. So our first offensive lineman off the board at six. I, I'm like, I'm surprised he's a sixth pick of the draft, right? But. He is a great pass-protecting left tackle. You can see how incredibly long his arms are, right? He's a very good athlete, right? So all the things are there. I questioned his, like, overall, like, mass and his ability to anchor, right? That's what I'm just not totally sold about where I was like, what? Can you get into the ground and stop power rushers in the NFL and not get run over, where I was a little questionable about that. That's where I was a little different than maybe the Arizona Cardinals, uh, but pick six, pretty awesome. And Paris Johnson, he's yeah. everything the NFL loves, the long arms, great footwork, right? And he does have a nasty attitude. But he almost looks too good in that suit. That's like European well, that, suit. Well, that, you were, that, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Right? Well, I, listen, that's where – listen, you listen to our podcast, that's what we talk about. 
Is his butt big enough for me? I'm not sure. I don't know. For my left tackle, if we're building like the Chris Sims unbuttoned Ahmed Fareed's my GM team. Yes. Right? So that's where I wasn't sure, but I, I understand them going here. And it's a good, safe pick with a very high floor like we talked about. Here we go. Am I sweating? Oh, no. Raiders. Again. Oh, this is like damn. Pandemic level. Through the unbuttoned T-shirt <laughs> and the hoodie? I'm That's excited. impressive. I'm excited. Wilson. With the seven. Tyree, Tyree Wilson. Wilson. To the Raiders. Pick number seven. Yeah. Edge out of Texas Tech. Wow. I mean, now you you put him with you put him with Max Crosby, and I know they have Chandler Jones still right now as well, so they can bring him along. Either way, we know the foot concern was there. This is the freakiest edge rusher in the draft. You see him. I mean, look look at the way he is and the way he's built. Square shoulders. He's got an incredible build, and he is a top tier pass rusher. And then I think when you add in that. Hey, this is a football team. Patrick Graham, Josh McDaniels, they're a size football team. He's an edge guy that way. He's a great pass rusher. He has 3-4, three, 4-3 four, four, three versatility. That's where, like, Tyree Wilson really fits the Raiders scheme. Uh, you had Paris Johnson going to the Raiders in your mock draft. Right. Do you think this is an adjustment for them? Do you think they planned on, one, going defense, two, that Tyree Wilson would be here? I don't think they w- really probably realized Tyree Wilson was going to be here. I think that, you know, the injury concern is the only reason that he's still here at pick number seven. Paris Johnson, I got to believe he was on their radar because of Paris Johnson, again, fits that like New England mold. I was in the scouting department where it talked about length of arms and the weight and everything that goes along with it. And now you have that together. Uh, Those are their kind of guys is what I'm trying to say. And this is an unbelievable pick to get him in number seven because he's definitely top two player in the draft. Definite. The Raiders. Atlanta Falcons, eight overall. The Eagles just traded up to nine with the Bears. Okay, Chris is now eating chicken tenders. You're right. And some fries. You right. may notice that. Right. If you're listening to the pod or right. you're watching it, you're welcome. It's pick an eight. It's pick eight. Jalen Carter's on the board. Warren Sapp. Is this is Warren Sapp? We compared him right yeah. during the 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 podcast. He's the best player in the draft. I nobody disagrees with that. Nobody. It's it's unanimous, and he's still here at eight. So everybody's worried about his off the field stuff, right? And and by the way, no homie, you, you, your thousand dollars is safe. Right? Damn, no Damn. homie picked the top ten. I know my homies; they ain't that smart to pick the top ten. We had uh, <laughs> Joad Donaga, Donaga, oh Donaga, who's oh, yeah. Donaga right. Riley, right? Got five, five, yeah, five's five. impressive. So yeah. you'll get five hundred. I think we, I think that's a fair thing. Well, five hundred is coming to you. The Falcons select Robinson. This is where I love the pick. They have, they need to win right now. Arthur Smith, right? They've had two years where they've exceeded expectations, and the guy that can change your team this moment right now is Bijan Robinson, right? They have one of the best offensive lines in football. You know, I think Lindstrom's the best guard in football, right? The tackles are good. They want to play that style of football. Derrick Henry, Tennessee Titans, right? That's where Arthur Smith came from. So that's where it's awesome. And then it helps out. Desmond Ritter going to be your quarterback? Okay, well, we got him. We can run the ball. I can run a little bit if I'm Desmond Ritter, right? And now I got Pitts and Drake London to throw to on the outside. 
I think it fits very much the the mantra of their football team. Throw to Bijan Robinson too out of the backfield. Like a hundred percent. He's he's a dual threat guy who can do like he can do whatever you want. There's no system that he doesn't fit. And he was definitely one of the five best players in the draft. Probably end up looking a lot like they did last year because they had games, I think, where Marcus Mariota would throw it just a handful of times, 10, 12 times. You're game. right. They could do that again. They definitely could with him. And then you 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 pipe in Algier at certain times to pound on defenses. They're playing big boy football. They're going back to, like, when we grow up, like, 80s, early yeah. 90s. We're just going to beat you up and come, like, like right downhill and run smash mouth football. Big neck roll. Exactly. Big shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, Eagles trading up. I know, you still have chicken wings here. Eagles have traded up ahead of the Bears with the number nine. Damn Eagles. Mad respect. I hate you to death. Here we go. Jalen Carter, number nine. Shocker. The Eagles got the best player in the draft at nine. I'm, I'm surprised. Oh, my gosh. I hate you, but love you, and all in one. Howie Roseman. It just made too much sense. What? It really made too much sense. Why do you think Drew Rosenhaus said he's going in the top (laughs) ten? Oh, my gosh. Right. He knew they were. And he was like, I'm not even going to take a chance, so we'll go to nine. I don't even want Chicago or anybody to have that discussion. And now they have him and Jordan Davis. And Fletcher Cox in the middle. Just give every Amas Big Butt Award to I mean, the Eagles next year. Yeah. We're done. It'll be it'll be an Eagles player. Which Eagles player will it be? That'll be the question. Yeah. Well, Each and every week. Uh, it, it's really um, th- this is a like a guy that can do it all. Like I talked about, he remind me of Warren Sapp, but he's a bigger modern day version. Or like Jerome Brown, who played against my dad, wore number ninety nine. Uh, back in the days and dried, died tragically, right? Uh, and so this guy's like got really, really special ability in a lot of ways. And to get the number one player in the draft, I think on everybody's board at pick number nine is unbelievable for the team that has the best roster in football. Yeah. Like, and it's not even close either. Emotional he's getting as he's going up to uh, bear hug Roger Goodell. Uh, I do want to read one tweet. Yeah. That was attached to your Will Anderson oh, thank take you. on Twitter. <laughs> thank you. Uh, homie Jesse Cameron. What up, Jesse? Tweets us and he goes, I agree with your take on Will Anderson. Yeah, thank you, Jesse. But dot, 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 start stretching. <laughs> yeah, so, fuck you, Jesse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but I agree. So, I don't know if we can. Uh, we bleep, uh, we bleep uh, out in the barn. Without that ability. Without that ability. But I think you should, like, Jesse, you're right. I'm going to have to start stretching. <laughs> I'm going to be kissing yeah. my butt at some yeah, point here. True. I'm going to try. I'm going to give it a good good try. We can't stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago Bears, 10th overall. Darnell Wright. Your number one offensive Boom. tackle. My guy goes one right look, there. Look at chilling at home. Purple yeah. suit. What right. is that, velvet? Yeah. What? <laughs> I like it. Right? Look at you. I think that that chair is velvet, and maybe the suit is too. <laughs> Damn, but th- I love this guy. I think he's like, again, if you have Justin Fields and you want big people and play smash mouth football, that's where Darnell Wright's perfect for you. And you know he's my type of guy, right, where Paris Johnson, I respect his athleticism and, athleticism and length, right? Yeah. Um, but I, you know how my, my feel is. His size – 
and the athleticism might not be as squeaky clean as Paris Johnson, but his strength and power and anchor and all that, I think, are greater, and I think it's going to translate in the NFL better. So you had Peter Skaronsky going here. You thought maybe he would. I thought maybe he would. I kind of played the angle of it's Northwestern. They're yeah, close to I Chicago. Guess. They got the inside track. He's the safe bet. That's what I kind of thought. But Darnell Wright certainly fits that, you know. And now he's their starting right tackle, right? Tevin Jenkins stays at right guard. And they have a really good offensive line to work with now with like a running game and we know some weapons at receiver. Titans on the clock. Their pick is in. Goodell is at the podium. We saw Mike Vrabel very happy. Really happy, like way happier than last year. No cricking of the neck. Yes. Peter Skaronsky. Oh, school. Yeah, I I mean, I'm not shocked by that. I mean, there were so many people on the board that I felt like fit their mold. But Skaronsky, again, you know, a little bit, the last few bits we've talked about. I think there's teams here where this is the mantra of who they are. They want to beat you up. They want to play smash mouth football, run the ball, play action pass with Ryan Tannehill. Skaronsky, too, is like, one of the safest bets in the draft. He can play tackle, but you know my thoughts. He could be, I think, one of the best guards in football. He can be an, an all-pro guard for a lot of years. That's where I think he's really made, and I think that's why Vrabel and them like him. He fits what they want to do as far as a culture team, and then Derrick Henry still is a really awesome running back, and that's what they're going to base their team around. Three offensive linemen in the first 11 picks. A little I'm bit a little of a surprise, surprise by that. I did not think it would be this early. I would but we also, like we talked about, there's only like a, a small number or a limited crop, I think, of elite offensive linemen. So I think the teams are valuing that and going, we're going to get our guys right now because as we always talk about college football, there's just not, a, not, not, enough, not enough out there to pick yeah. from, right? And these guys are ready to go and ready to play right now. I wouldn't be surprised if we see – Three, four. There might be two more. or three it more. Maybe on Cody, Mark might come from our Jake Roger. <laughs> Cody, oh, meet Mark? Yeah. Yeah, damn, what? I don't know what the hell you said. You can confuse me. Exactly, yeah. Cody Mock. Right. Chris is still having nightmares in his sleep about I that. don't know who, who? Cody what? Mark is. I missed a guy, number one overall. <laughs> right. Skaronsky, though, Titans football. That's why Brable's happy. Yeah, yeah. You're on the Lions. I was You're too excited. Lions. You wore blue for the Lions. Was... Jameer Gibbs. 12 overall, Alabama. Whoa. I'm not mad at them. I think it's a lot like Atlanta. Like what we talked about, this is what they want to do, or Tennessee. They're just going, this is the way we want to play. We want to win this year. He can change our team right now. We have one of the best offensive lines in football, right? Jared Goff is not a superstar, but he's good, and this helps him. You got the tight ends. You got you know, the receivers that go along with it. And I, I think it's Dan Campbell football. I think it's awesome. So a couple of things. Clearly yeah. soured a little bit on DeAndre Swift, I think. Whatever I, was happening last year with injuries. And the injuries are a concern, yes, right? Yes. They're not going to let that be the downfall of their football team anymore. DeAndre Swift, hopefully he can play and take some wear and tear off of this guy too. But you're right. They're going to protect themselves in the thing that they value as like the top area of their football team, which is running the football. And there may have been some people that thought if any running back's going to go in the top 15, maybe B. John Robinson. But you made the point when we were doing our evaluations that it's not like one and then you got this other crop of running backs. It was one with B. John Robinson, but then Jameer Gibbs was not that far behind. I, well, I, I, I put them both in the same tier, tier right? One. We're tier one, right? Where Gibbs has special qualities. I mean, there, there's no... There was only a few people in the draft where 
you know me and my man crushes, right? Where it's like there's only a few guys in the draft where you can go, here's a five-yard pass or here's a run or a reverse, and then you can go, bye, see you later, you're going to the house for a touchdown. He's one of, He's one of those guys, and that's where I love that value. And they, and then it fits like what how the style your Detroit Lions. I, I, I don't like, mind it. I, I like it. it. I like it. I like it. I really do. I'm sweating it out here. Just <laughs> yeah, yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. You're like the you, you like to sweat it out. <laughs> Packers, 13th pick. Oh, Bakhtiari's getting up there in age, right? They Chris. traded above the Patriots. To get <laughs> well, it was wrong. It is an edge guy out of wow. Iowa, Lucas Van Ness. Wow. Who some people, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, thought that he might fall, fall out of the first round just because there I, were a lot of teams that didn't know if he was explosive enough. or I think he was the guy that was like a little all over the place like from, from people I talked to. But like Van Ness, as far as the defense they run, which is a little bit of a hybrid 3-4-ish, 4-3, everything there, I think is a great pick for them. They obviously, too, like I'm always big into like this is the region of their country. So Green Bay, Iowa, I bet you they have a lot of connections to Iowa. And first off, just the ability to play the run, the defensive end, and the versatility there, I can just see why Joe Barry likes him. And then Rashawn Gary, injury, what are we going to do with him long-term wise? Uh, and I've always been like Green Bay doesn't have enough big people and great defense alignment. That's been one of my problems with them the last few years. And showing some hockey highlights now. Uh, he's like from Iowa playing hockey. He's got incredible for 275, 272, I think is what he laid, uh, weighed in at, at the combine. He's got incredible strength for that size. And I think he's going to get bigger as a human being, which the, everybody does. Like that's what men do. Yeah, they get yeah. bigger, right? Yeah. So. He'll be 280 in no time. And look at him over there. Hercules. His GQ shirt. He's, he's got some nice necklace on, looking like Hercules. He's <laughs> he's doing good. That's Bunch awesome. Bro, I'm happy. Yeah, you amazing. loved him. He was your number two edge. Yeah. I mean, well, to me, to me, this is the modern day NFL. This is what he's has great value in edge pass rusher, but really it's the other downs, the second and long, third and long inside interior pass rusher. Oh, my gosh. And, see and now we game. have another trade as we're trying to break down a player. Damn, who? I got to see a list of who's even available so right the Steelers now. Steelers have moved up. So you just guessed it was going to be a tackle to the Green Bay Packers. And you were and it was so wrong. We could go Thank back you. To back. Thank wrong, you for pointing that out. Wrong yeah. predictions in minutes. They could be going tackle, too. I'm going to double down on my tackle. <laughs> yeah. I'm double. They traded with the Patriots. Oh, the Patriots traded down. Shocker there, too. Right. So. All right, so I got to think this is tackle as well. Broderick Jones, I got to think, is the guy they're going to pick here from Georgia. I'm putting myself out there once again. All right, the Patriots traded with the Steelers. Steelers pick is in. Chris has predicted a tackle for the second pick in a row. Uh, yo, Broderick Jones. The pick is Broderick Jones. I'm back Nailed 500. It. Nailed it. <laughs> Why did that make so much sense? Uh, they needed a tackle so badly. I think on a lot of people's boards, Broderick Jones is the number one tackle in the draft. Out of Georgia. Right. So I wouldn't be shocked if he was their number one guy. We're picking a few picks later. Let's just make sure we go up a few picks and get our guy right now and just make sure we secure a position and like a part of their team that we talk about for the last two years in the podcast. And we're always like, 
oh my gosh, there, they, there's nowhere to run for Najee Harris. Pass protection's an issue. So I think that's where it's a great pick. It lets them get back to being physical and open up some holes. So what are his strengths and weaknesses? Well, I think uh, he's like a hair stiff to me. That was probably one of the problems as far as why I didn't make him my top tackle, right? Um, but like the length and the potential might be the best in the draft. As far as the anchor wasn't up there with Darnell Wright, as far as the ability to hang uh, handle speed to power yeah. or anybody any power type of rush, but I could see where he can get into an NFL coach and learn a few things to where you go, oh, he might be able to do this at a very high level. I couldn't quite make him one because of that, but then he has an incredible uh, arm length, and he is a road raider like Darnell Wright too. Like maybe he doesn't get as low and get people off the line of scrimmage quite the same way, in, in my opinion. But I think that's why they like uh, the 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 big man Broderick Jones out of Georgia. All right, Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Their pick is in. The Aaron Rodgers led Jets. Maybe it'll be a wide receiver. The Packers never did that. They don't need a receiver. I I I want to think it's our our D tackle from Pitt, Kalaja Kansi. Right. I think it could go like. Their defense is awesome. It goes next level with a guy like that. A lot of rumors, chatter, maybe Jackson Smith and Jigba, but you just don't see it. I, I don't know. I mean, I know he's that highly valued on some teams' boards. The tackles are out of the conversation to me at 15. I don't think there's one there. <laughs> the pick is in. It is. Pretty cool. Kyle for Make-A-Wish is going to announce the pick. Yeah, Kyle. Will McDonald. There he goes. Wow. There he goes. Remember, he's a guy that I said I think he should probably be higher in my mock, right? I said he was one of the guys that I go, I'm putting him at the end of the first round, but I think there's a chance he goes somewhere. Him and Van Ness were both those guys, right? McDonald, wow. He just can he's, – he's as long as it gets, he's got great edge pass rushing ability, and then he has – Maybe the greatest pound-for-pound pound strength guy in the draft. I mean, for 240, be able to have that type of length and do the things we talk about. And then you can see right here as we're watching the highlights, like he's one of the better benders in the draft too. And then he's just like an awesome football player. I compared him to Leonard Floyd. He's Leonard Floyd with better pass rush ability. And I think that's why he's being picked at pick 15. You loved all these edge guys. McDonald, you were mm -hmm. probably higher on than most. I think, I think you were so. higher. On Lucas Van Ness. And because it's McDonald, kind of playing out that way. Well, McDonald got played in a position that wasn't fair to him. Remember I talked about that and, like, breaking him down? Yes. He had to play, like, three, four defense to end, so he was asked to, like, he's jumping over cars again, like we showed on the podcast. He he uh, he uh has the ability to, like, take on tackles and guards and be like, are you 290 or are you 240? But he runs like he's you know, 205, and that's where he's really, really special. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, all. Aaron Rodgers has got a defense. He just needs one or two touchdowns a game. Top five defense in football, they get that guy, and then we know the offense is going to be better with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. J-U-T-S, yes, yes, yes. Chris, down for the commander's pick, and it is Emmanuel, Emmanuel Ford. Wow. The that, rail thin corner from Mississippi State. All the pick sixes, right? He wasn't my cup of tea. I understand why he was. Like he's just super fast. He's super long. You can see he's super skinny. Yeah. Right. Wow. But he has some things about him that are elite. Like we always talk about elite traits, right? I always worried about some of his change of directional skills. 
but like as far as as far as his aggression and his straight line speed, like you'll see right here, I mean, he's special. There's not a lot of people that are that are built like him and can run like him. He's he's Tariq Woolen for the Seattle Seahawks, except he's a little thinner that way. Yeah. And we'll see if he can uh, adjust a little bit and then get better at the man-to-man skills like like I talked about. I don't think I've ever seen a football player look like him on a football field. Like, those legs are so skinny. They're incredible. Because he's skinny. so tall. Yeah, he's right. like 170. Right. right. Uh, what about – He's 166. 166. Right. What about the uh, pick up a corner for Washington? They needed a corner badly. I thought it was corner or tight end all the way, right? I thought it was one of those two positions. They made some signings and free agency on the offensive line. And, you know, corner was certainly a need. They have an awesome defense, but this was a need for their football team. You couple this guy with that pass rush, and he's playing zone, sitting back there, watching his area, and now he can break on balls with his ball skills. That's where it makes sense for Washington. Like I said, he wasn't my favorite guy, but I totally understand, and he has elite traits like we always talk about. The Patriots pick was so fast that Chris could not even get one mouthful of salad in. Thank you. And so their pick, giraffe party, 17 overall. Remind me, everybody. Christian Gonzalez, the Oregon corner. They love corners. Gonzalez, I think, was a top 10 player on a lot of people's boards. And he's like prototype, like we talk about with the Patriots. He's got the right weight, length, speed that all says like instant starter for the New England Patriots. He's got everything you want as far as what we talked about to be great, right? He wasn't my favorite corner, but I understand why he was a lot of people's favorite corner. I but, do. But if you think perfect spots for him, I mean, oh my gosh. And then they're coaching and they're the way, the way they teach the game. See that that's where I see like, I'm like, Oh, well, man, maybe they know something about the human being that they realize, wait, even the things that maybe the draft pundits or people like me didn't like about them. We can fix those. Right. And that's where, you know, you always, you know, have faith in the Patriots to kind of have that vision. Yeah, overall in the draft. Especially at this position. Yeah, because that's what I was going right. to say. Because right. overall in the draft, they haven't hit on all of them. You no, know, they have not. Maybe one of the weaker parts of Bill Belichick's tenure in the, you're with right. the Patriots. Right. But the corners, even the later round corners, seems like they just have a He usually has an eye for it, right? And he's been on a roll here the last few years with, like, the Joneses and all those type of guys. Uh, so we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I don't think he's going to bust in Darius Butler from UConn back in the day. And we know they're a team that likes to do what, Ahmed? Play man-to-man, put a guy on an island, do whatever, match up with the number two receiver. And then we can play all these different defenses in in other areas. And that's where he's going to be awesome for the Patriots. My Detroit Lions, pick number 18. Oh, baby. Look at that. You got the shirt. They're all Lions blue everywhere. How convenient for you. It's got to be defense. Oh, so they're going Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell. Iowa linebacker. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I like the player. The guy's good. Is he my favorite? Is he pick 18? No, he's not to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But let's like, let's put our faith in Campbell and Spielman. I don't feel great. Right. Yeah. Spielman, Johnny white guy linebacker. He got him. There we go. Uh, so tell me about it. Say something to make me You're, feel You better. don't know you what to say now. He's actually Johnny White guy linebacker. Yeah. That doesn't make me feel great. Well, I, I was I was paraphrasing and having fun. But as you know, like Campbell is long, athletic. He is not my kind of downhill smash mouth guy, right? But he's a guy that there is no weakness or nothing he can he can't do on the football field. 
I just, my complaint, as you know, is he just wasn't psycho enough. But like, as far as taking on blocks, being in the right spot, running sideline to sideline and coverage, which really the NFL more times than not against most teams is a lot of sideline to sideline and coverage. That's where he, he makes sense for a lot of football teams. And that's why they're taking him. BFF had him as the best coverage grade. Yeah, well, he's got great feel, and then he has, like, the athletic skills and the size that's all special to go along with it. Lions, Campbell. I'll warm up to it. Okay. We like Gibbs. We do. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. (laughs) Buccaneers, 19th overall. They take Kalijah Kansi, defensive tackle out of pain. Aaron Donald clone. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I wasn't sure he'd be their type of guy, like not, like not big enough, right, where they believe in, like, bigger defensive linemen. Yes. 6'1", 281. Exactly. So that's where I didn't really know if that would happen. But, man, you pair him with Vita Vea and Devin White and Shaq Barrett and Tryon Shyanko, right? Holy cow. I mean, that, that's a pretty impressive front seven. Uh, and, of course, they, we, we know they've been pretty dominant even without this guy the last few years. Yeah, so those who don't know, I mean, you – Take his measurables, height, weight, arm length, everything. It's basically a clone of Aaron Donald. It, it really is. Including the school they went to. Right. Now, how similar are their games? It's just like, you you know, what I what I told you a few weeks ago, it's as close as I've seen to anybody in college football. Like, we're watching the highlights right here. And he makes people miss. He can run you over. He tax, tackles people in space. And I think, you know, again, he's going to be asked to just go shoot through this gap, create havoc. And and he's a he's a fuck the play up guy, right? And we love that. It's your favorite word. Yeah. yeah. Oh, First yeah. time I said it the whole time. The play. Uh, <laughs> the play it up. Seattle Seahawks, 20th pick. They got Devin Witherspoon, the corner from Illinois, with their first pick. Yeah. And now they go wide receiver, Jackson Smith wow. from Ohio that, State. That's a I, I'm I'm actually shocked. I mean, you know me. I thought they might even go defense again. I wasn't sure if they wouldn't go quarterback, right? But I like them kind of going all in on something that was a quality for their football team. Like, defense is good going in the right direction, but their offense was kind of the star of the show last year, right? And they're going to support Geno Smith and Lockett and and uh, Metcalf, yeah. along with our guy at running back, Walker. And now you have him with Noah Fan at tight end. And you start to talk about something that's kind of got some elite pieces oh with him God. in the slot. This is where we thought he needed to be, right? Slot guy. He's not going to win on the outside. So now he's got space to work on the inside, and it makes sense for this football exactly. team. Exactly. So I was just going right. to ask you where he fits in with Lockheed. That's Mecca. where I think it's that's perfect it. for it, right? Because so what I worried about him was on the outside, he's not necessarily going to win with his speed and explosiveness all the time. He needs to be in that area. And if you have a role for him in an offense that works like that, and we got Shane Waldron, who's a McVay guy who has that part of his offense, right? That's where the love affair, I'm sure, with Jackson Smith and Jigma, and it makes sense, at least in my brain. Chargers, 21. Quentin wow. Johnston. Quentin Johnston. They went with their mold, the big receivers. So Pete just predicted Zay Flowers, so he's 0 for 1. Uh, 0 for 1 for uh, Pete. Uh, but they do go wide receiver. Oh. They do go wide receiver. Big wide receiver. And... Again, I don't think I'm like – I guess I'm surprised because I like Zay Flowers more. But really, when we talked about it 
Like, you know, the Chargers like big receivers. I thought maybe they would want somebody different to, like, do some of the slot, jitterbug stuff, be explosive, be that weapon guy. You already have Mike Williams. Exactly. But they decided to double down and go to Mike Williams and just go, no, we're comfortable with Justin Herbert's ability to not only throw the ball down the field, but throw to guys who can catch the ball while covered, right? That's the other thing, too, that I think he's amazing at. People all around him, back shoulder, boom, 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 all the stuff we talked about in his breakdown. Yeah. That's where Justin Herbert's as good as anybody in football with that. I think that's where that meshes together. And what do you think it means kind of for them? We were talking about the Green Bay Packers and joking about Aaron Rodgers and never getting a first-round wide receiver. They're willing to They're willing to do it. They, they, they're they're going to fight fire with fire. They had, they're Like we talked about a few weeks ago, too, the defense is set up with tons of players, right? So that's it's there. They just got to get better. And we saw that as the year went on last year. The offense, you got a superstar quarterback. Start, you know, fighting fire with fire there in the AFC West against Mahomes and just go, okay, we got a guy that we think can throw lasers and fireballs all over the field with you. And I think that's what they're going to do here. I, I think the draft, they'll continue to address more offensive weapons. I wouldn't be shocked if they get a running back here in the second or third round, too. Chris has been replaced by a cat. <laughs> that's room for three of us up Watch here. out. She really Ravens with oh. Zay Flowers, Wonderful. wide receiver, Boston College. Man. Lamar Jackson, if you sign today, we'll Lord, get you a receiver. We'll get you a receiver, plus your money, and our cat's in here. She doesn't want to leave. She Why loves not? people. Why All not? right, either way. Your guy. My guy, Zay Flowers. Oh, my gosh. You talk about them, that run game. Mark Andrews, OBJ, Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman. They just went into another stratosphere as an offense. They really did. Because he's what we just we were just talking about. He's different than what the Chargers wanted to do with Quentin Johnson at the TCU. They were, I thought maybe they would want the weapon and versatility. They're going, no, we'd like another weapon, a part of this. So now you don't know OBJ, Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman. You don't know where they're you're getting hit from, basically, is what I'm saying. And let's just say again what you said at the beginning of this yeah. whole thing. With Lamar signing long-term, they got that figured out. Now you add a weapon on offense. Roster-wise... I mean, you have the Ravens up there. I'm, I'm going to say top five. I, I think, top. I think it's up there. I do, yeah. And then I think when you just talk about culture, head coach, all of that, hey, I'm, I'm excited to see what the offense looks like with Todd Munkin too. That's going to be really creative. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Look, is she mad at Glad me? No, she's happy. She's like, damn, you pet me, that felt good. So I'm going <laughs> to do it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. Yeah, Sorry, do it again. Uh, oh, big uh, Flowers uh, fan, baby. Big, big, or maybe a big Zay Flowers fan. Welcome to the Sims Barn. <laughs> yeah. You're here now. Yeah, everyone is embracing. Big 22 Zay Flowers. <laughs> I like it. Mike Florio's Minnesota Vikings on the clock. Oh, baby, Pick you're like her cousins. 23 overall. There we go. They take Jordan Allison, wide receiver, USC. So four wide receivers in a row. That's unbelievable. A run on wide receivers. A run on wide receivers. I know he was up there, like, with a lot of people in that elite group. I didn't know a ton of people that put him in that group. You know me, Ahmed. I did not see it in, like, quite that same light as being picked 23. I love the route running ability and the polish. There's a lack of big-time playmaking ability that I didn't like. That's what the big thing was there. But, again, they're a team that, you know, a little bit like we talked about with the Seahawks and Smith and Jigba, right? Yeah. Shane Walden, who came from the Rams. Oh, O'Connell came from the Rams, right? They value that ability to read defenses and run precise routes with a quarterback who's depending on you to read that defense and run the precise route the right, right way, right? So, same thing yeah. with 
with we talked about the DK Metcalf and uh-huh. Lockett fitting with Smith and Jigba. Jigba. How does Jordan Addison fit with Justin Jefferson and KJ? Uh, yeah, right, exactly right. And I think he's got like maybe a little more outside value than Smith and Jigba. Got it. But I don't think he has the ability with the ball in his hand after the catch like Smith and Jigba. But as far as hey, wait, we're going to design a play. And if you run this route the right way against this right coverage, you'll be open every time, I promise you. And we got Kirk Cousins, the robot, where if I teach him and I'm going to teach him to do the right thing, we'll continue to get first downs and eight yards and 10 yards and 12 yards. That's where Jordan Addison's value is in the NFL. Are you surprised they didn't go quarterback here? Though? I thought they might. I really did. Because I, I think by all due accounts, it's the last year of the Kirk Cousins you know, uh, tenure in, in Minnesota. So I thought there might be a chance this is where you go Hendon Hooker, he doesn't have to play right away. Will Levis or Will Levis, who's still on the board, which is crazy. Hashtag not that crazy, right? So uh, I, I could see them doing that, but I also understand this was a big need for their team. The G Man. Pick 24, traded up one. Yeah. They got a guy they like. Deontay, Deontay Banks, Banks, Maryland yeah. corner. That's exactly who you said just two minutes ago. Uh, I thought this. I thought this would be the guy. I mean, to me, you know, again, I love Deontay Banks. You know, I love DJ yeah. Turner out of Michigan, but I can see where the NFL world like this guy. You know, third best behind Witherspoon and Gonzalez, and you know, and again, Forbes, like, well, well, yeah, exactly, Forbes too. I mean, that was the one that's a shocker to me. That's where I did not expect that. But this, like, we're talking size, strength, explosive ability, really good ball skills. I mean, really awesome ball skills. Not always necessarily going to intercept the ball, but, like, great at breaking it up and having a feel for where the ball is. And then a true island corner. Like, we're watching the highlights right here. He played man-to-man. They just said, hey, wait, you go get that guy. He got in your face, and he can do it bump and run or off. He has all the skills to be, like, one of the best corners in football. He really does. It's just a little bit refinement to his game. That's the only thing that's missing. But you see the speed, right? And then, like I said, you, you couple the speed, six-foot size, and then, like, the ability to play the ball. That's why he's going pick 24 to the Giants. And Wink and the Giants needed this bad. Yeah, so tell me about that. So yeah. what what does he give them that now they can do maybe a little differently or better? Right, like a little Wink. He's so happy. He's like, thank God. The bear hugging I needed everyone. it. Right, well, he needs an island corner. Like, you know the Ravens. We've talked about this. He came from the Ravens. What do they want to do? Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, right? That's what they've had. Play man-to-man. I can play all these crazy zones or we can blitz and I can be aggressive. I can play you man-to-man and play zone everywhere else. That's where he gives the guy that, like, Wink Martindale, who's got a very creative defensive scheme, uh, a lot of flexibility when you got a guy like Deontay Banks. Bills traded up, 25th overall pick. Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid. Tight, tight end out of Utah. We were Whoa. just talking about him. We didn't think it'd be the Bills that would take him. So they were scared Dallas was going to take him, right? Is that why they traded up, thinking Dallas needs a tight end, which they knew they'd do. A lot of people thought they might go tight end. They didn't want to take that chance, so they got in front of the Cowboys. And Kincaid, to me, the best tight end in the draft. Got a, like, I mean, unbelievable route runner, like violent after the catch, like running people over, also can like break ankles. You're going to see here as we watch the highlights, first off, like, right, physicality, okay, cool, good route running all that, but you're going to start to see like, whoa, ball skills and the ability to make things happen after the catch. And then don't just think it's all this pretty, like, like those, some of those cuts are special. It's not just pretty boy stuff too. He can block. 
It's not just past game space stuff. He's a really good blocker. So uh, it's good. You pair him with Diggs and Dawson. Yeah. Dawson. That's an interesting pairing there. Well, so people who have been following the podcast yeah. know that you've been saying all year, as we see the big smile from Dalton Kincaid, that, that the Bills need more weapons. They need more weapons. I didn't think it would be this kind of weapon, but okay. Yeah, so what do you think about this? Well, I, I think that they're going to I, – I wonder where the direction of the offense is going to go a little bit. I am a little bit like, wait, you don't run the football a whole lot, and now we're going to, what, get in the two tight end offense with Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs? That's where I'm a little bit like, wait, so where are they going to go? Are they really going to actually commit to the run a little bit this year? Maybe. Maybe they are. Maybe that's what they're telling us right there. What, James Cook last year? I know. So maybe that's where they're going to change their identity a little bit. Uh, We'll see. But either way, they got a tight end that I have told you from the start that I think is one of the 10 best players in the draft. And the only reason he's here at 25 is because of a back injury. And it just hasn't been medically cleared by everybody. Uh, But they thought they were comfortable that at least uh, to get him at 25. Dallas Cowboys 26 got I'll jumped by a couple of teams. Some Dallas Cowboys jumped by the Bills, took a tight end. Cowboys now with pick number 26. Mozzie Smith. Oh, Smith. Michigan. A defensive tackle. Big DT, right? They need size in the middle. I wish I would have actually said this before we started, you know, taping here. And this video, like, it's definitely a need for them. They're they're light in the middle. They're a team that's a little bit speed predicated. We talked about last year a lot, right? Where we worried about them in games like the 49ers, whatever lack of size. They had speed. They were they were relate on chaos and disruption a lot, but not enough size and physicality. And you got to deal with the Eagles in that division, right? And you know that the Giants are going to run the football and kind of play that style of football. And then of course. If you want to advance in the NFC, you're going to have to deal with the 49ers, too. I think that's why they went this route with Bozzie Smith, who's a big run-stopping defensive tackle who's got a great athletic ability to go. Oh, my gosh, an athletic freak. There might not be many more pound-for-pound Bozzie Smith at Michigan. So what what are some of the the drawbacks? Why is he going at the end of the first round here? Because you look at some of the things he does on the field physically. Measurables would make you go earlier, right? Right. I think it's, it's just a little bit of a... You know, as we talked about, maybe not as stout as you would expect a 330-pound guy to be. At times you go, wait, why are you letting this guy block you? You're better than this. I just saw you dominate him, and now here's three or four plays here. You're letting him block you, right? I think there's just a little bit of that. But we talk about with, like, NFL defense alignment a lot where they get into the NFL environment, and you're around other big alpha males, and your coach is calling you out in meetings a little bit, and then you go, wait. If I just do that, I can make $15, $18 million. Wait, wait, I can do that. What the hell am I doing here? Yeah. And that environment sometimes can make these guys a, a different type of player once they get in the NFL. All I got to do is just be as crazy and good as Micah Parsons. I can do that. <laughs> right. I could go crazy like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's that easy. <laughs> All right. Jaguars trading back a couple of times, picking up some draft capital, now picking 27th. And the pick Anton is Anton Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. Just who you said. Tackle I thought they might. Oklahoma right? beefing up the offensive line. It's again, you know, this is how Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. They're in the lead in the AFC South. They got a golden gem in protecting Trevor Lawrence. They lost Jawan Taylor. Cam Robinson is going to face a PED suspension, it sounds like here, right? That broke this yeah. the last 24 hours. 
So I think all those reasons, style of play, need, everything made sense. Anton Harrison was the, the next guard off the board. And I thought maybe he'd go earlier than this. And they read the board the right way by trading down. Pick 28. Ginger ale. Bengals. Ginger ale in hand. Oh, Miles, Miles Murphy. Murphy. Adding to the D-line. Another edge out of Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, adding to that D-line is right. Yeah, you know. I mean, another guy where I didn't have him at the end of my – uh, or I, I had him late in my mock draft right around this range, right? Exactly. Right, where great athlete, you know, some some lack of bend issues that you don't like as far as a pass rusher. But I think he's a guy like disruption strong, defense end all the way. Sam Hubbard, a guy who's a really good player, but I think he's a guy that ultimately could, you know, end up taking Sam Hubbard's job in a year or two and, and be that guy opposite of uh, Hendrickson. So this is interesting, taking a strength on your team and making it a little stronger because there are some good offensive linemen that you like out there still. There are, but I think they're looking at it like, hey, we, we're okay. I think they're okay with their own line. Do. I don't think they're as panicked as maybe the rest of us have been out there, right? They just got hurt at the end of the year. Right, exactly healthy. right. So I think they're, they're looking at it like, hey, we think we got some potential to still be good in that area where defensive line is there's some talent on their defensive line i don't know if there's a ton of depth and i think it's also a little bit of like hey we're good and this is a future type guy too to, to go along for our football team all right just three more picks to go the yeah. stories are only three quarterbacks take only three will levis still on the crazy board. hendon hooker still on the Hendon board. hooker on the board which isn't crazy to me nolan smith on the board right Michael Mayer, a guy that we talk a little bit about, where I know some people thought he would go somewhere between 10 and 22. He's on the board at tight end. So very interesting here. And some of these guys that were fringe first-round grades are going to end up going second round, and it's going to make the, the, you know, the top part of tomorrow really fun to watch. New Orleans Saints, 29 overall. They take... Brian He went in the first. Defensive tackle, Clemson. Yep. You know, we kind of talked about them going defensive line the other day when we did the mock draft talk and all that. Brzee is like, you know, again, where there's some things that are not perfect about his game, but like we talked about when we broke him down, he's 310 pounds plus, and he's a phenomenal athlete. He's 320 pounds plus. And there's just not a lot of guys like him on the on the planet that can move like he does. And then, like we talked about, too, within the – the defensive line schemes, he can two-gap if you want. It's not the best thing, but he can be a nose tackle, a three technique. He can be a five technique. So he has a lot of different ways, and New Orleans values stuff like that. And they've lost some big people, and they got some big people aging on that D-line that yeah. they've got to replenish here. Well, they always seem to be in salary cap issues. You're problems. right. You're right. Uh, somehow figure it out. So with Brzee, top high school recruit, right? one of the top, right. number one in some – uh, rankings out there missed a lot of time in college i know various injuries up yep. and down the body right but and i think one of the negatives is sometimes people said you know he's not making those big splash plays but you thought maybe that's partly being asked, being asked to do exactly right that's where sometimes defensive tackles can be hard to evaluate because sometimes guys are given the green light to just hey fly up the field swim move go get the quarterback go get the ball right where there was a lot of plays where you go that's a little underwhelming and you go no, he's being asked to just hold the guy up and read the play and let the linebackers pursue, and then you disengage once the ball carrier comes there. He's capable of doing that, but I really think 
he's going to be a valuable interior pass rusher. He's incredibly athletic for that 300-pound frame. He really is side-to-side and first step-wise. So I think it's the versatility and then the pass rush ability and disruption that the Saints are going to get with Brzee. Love the way he runs to arms out wide. You oh, yeah. Want that. Always has a base with his you. body. Yes. Exactly right. No doubt about it. All right, dude perfect on our TV with Mama Kelsey. Mama Kelsey. Two picks to go. Eagles on the clock. As a Giants fan, how would you feel if they get both Jalen Carter and Oh, Nolan my Smith gosh. It's like nightmares of Phil Simms' past of the 80s and 90s Eagles of Reggie White and Clyde Simmons and Jerome Brown. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, it's not going to be Will Levis, we don't think. No, it's not going to be that. That would, that would shock the world. Mama Kelsey making the pick. And they take Nolan Oh, my gosh. What? I can't believe it. That's unbelievable. They got the three best defensive players, I mean, in the draft the last two years from Georgia. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis, right? Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter. Oh, my gosh. The rich just get richer. I mean, they got Hassan Reddick, and then they got Hassan Reddick again. So what is, what is there? I mean, do they have room for all of them to play? Well, I think they do. I think this is where you got to look into it. And this is where they have a little bit of the, you know, we're stacked and we can, we can take a guy like this because it's, we have no desperate needs on our team. But if you evaluate them, Barnett, last year of his contract, uh, Brandon Graham on the last year of his contract, right? And even with um, uh, Josh Sweat, He's another guy that could be the last year of his contract. So they could have be, you know, theoretically at the end of this year coming up in 2023 and go, wait, all we have is Hassan Reddick as an edge pass rusher under contract, nobody else, right? So I think that's where it is. And then now you got big guys in the middle, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, and you can be versatile on the edge with what these guys do. Oh, oh, Hassan Reddick blitzes. Okay, Nolan Smith drops. Oh, Nolan Smith blitzes on this play. Hassan Reddick d- drops. I mean, there's going to be able to do so many different personnel sets and pairings in up front. That's what's going to be really exciting. Nolan Smith, not that big, super fast, though. super fast, super explosive. Up there with the guys we've talked about so far is pound for pound the strongest people in the draft. Up there on the Chris Sims man crusher meter. Because, again, he, he plays with a style that we talk about all the time. He has no regard for his body. 330-pound lineman pull, and he knocks them on their ass, right? He's, uh, he's phenomenal. And hands down, the best first step and the best bend in the whole draft. Nobody comes around the edge more like Von Miller than Nolan Smith out of anybody in this draft. Final pick of the draft, the Chiefs in Kansas City. Oh, boy. Felix Anaduke Uzama, the edge from Kansas Kansas State. State. Right. I just threw his name out a minute ago, right? He was that fringe-like top of the second. I think he's the next pass rusher, edge guy off the board. That's what he is. You know, really good football player. Uh, awesome against the run, plays hard, a little stiff as a pass rusher, but still an explosive first step, has everything you want there to be like the Frank Clark replacement. And now you couple him with George Kalaftis on the other side. You're set at defense end for the next few years. And then you got Chris Jones on the inside. That's where it's great. So you know, he's he's ready to play NFL starting defense end caliber yeah. player right now. So that's seven edge. That's seven edge. In the first wow. Round. 
Uh, edge so guys. Some of the surprises here. Seven edge. Yeah. We had only three quarterbacks. Only three quarterbacks. That's going to be one of the stories out of this. Will Levis and right. Hendon Hooker both sitting there for a team to take, presumably in the second round. A running back went in the top ten. The Eagles got two of the ten best players in the draft. How dare they? I can't believe that. Yep. Right? Michael Mayer, he doesn't. He's not going in the first round. Tight end, Notre right? Dame. So there's been a lot of interesting storylines for sure. You know, and we saw, yeah, we definitely saw a few runs on some position groups, and that the NFL valued Lucas Van Ness and Will McDonald, you know, more than maybe the rest of the public did because they kind of got played out of position in college a little bit. All that chatter about C.J. Stroud and going to drop. He goes two to Houston. Oh, that was like maybe the joy of the night right there, the fact that that didn't happen and watching how happy he was to be picked and how surprised he was. And, I I mean, give Houston credit for taking Stroud and then yeah, taking the edge move. guy that they like with Will right, Anderson trading back up. Right, right. And I am so curious to see what the Colts offense looks like with Anthony Richardson oh, this season. The Colts offense, with the, we saw some teams fill needs. We saw other teams go, wait, we're really good in this area, but we don't care. We're going to get more in this area and just make ourselves great in that area. You know, I think about the Jets, their D-line, how good it is. And now you add a Will McDonald. We talk about, you know, the Eagles and what they did. Uh, you know, so so it was an interesting draft. I think yeah. it was the most interesting draft ever. It was cra- it was I mean, very hard to predict. It started at two with the CJ Stroud, the trade to three, like you talked about. We never, I never, I didn't, you know, really didn't think Richardson would go at four. I didn't think that would happen. I didn't think the Seahawks were going to take Devin Witherspoon. So we had a lot of curveballs thrown at us. It made it a lot of yeah. fun. People probably know that it was unpredictable to us at least. For the amount of times that we went, what? Whoa. Oh, I just think it was just a little tweaks off here and there where, you know, a few guys came out of left field that we didn't think this team was going to be interested in or, or whatever else, scenarios like that. And the main story is that Jack Campbell will become the second coming of Chris Spielman. Yes. And the greatest middle linebacker that this game has ever seen. You're right. The main story is that <laughs> we'll be back for more reactions on the Monday podcast. We're yep. going to be doing that. I will loosen up and give my best shot to kiss my own butt. Okay. Yep. I've seen plenty of that on social media already. Yeah. I'll give it a real try. I'll, I promise you. I'm going to do all I can to do it, okay? I never back down from a bet. I put my money where my mouth is, all right? And Unfortunately. Then, and then we... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and, yeah. and we got we got a one person who got the five picks right, right? Yes, one person, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Riley. Mr. Riley. He's getting 500 cash. No way. He's getting it. Is no that doubt. just late night, you know? Late night, I'm a little eleven fifty eight. Chris talking, and we're just giving a little fun draft. Five hundred cash 500 to the cash. one man, yeah. who had the top five. That's right. So hey, clap it up for you. Clap it up, and, baby. And who got up at five thirty? Clap did. it up for Mr. Riley. Yeah. Clap it up for all the homies. Good draft, draft in round one in the books. Hope everybody enjoyed from the barn. All right, Chris Sims on button. Ahmed Freed. You know where to find us. All right, peace out. Have a good one. Clap it up.